Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And that first welcoming voice you heard was the executive producer of this here podcast, Bible Study Brother. Yo, what's up? It's I, Bible Study Brother, but I am also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime Gray Matter out May 14th. Wherever you get your music, it's going to be there. Like God, it's not omnipresent, but... It's, it's everywhere where you get your musics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I will say that I'm so excited that we're gathered together again today, brother. You know, to fellowship, talk some things out. <laughs> well, we go fellowship. Uh, yeah, we're going to fellowship. <laughs> we are still in our blog recap series. And today's blog that we're going to discuss is entitled, Let's Get Lit. And in case you're wondering, it means exactly what you think it means. However, uh, we're, we're going to dive a little deeper and see what that old blog is all about. Um, if you're new around here and you've never heard the podcast before, um, when we do blog recaps, we go over a blog that was written on BibleStudyGirl.com. So today's blog was published um, almost four years ago back in October of 2019. So the first thing we do is Bible Study Brother gives a short uh, synopsis of what the blog is about. He talks about insight he gained from reading the blog. And then I jump in and I give how I, I tell you guys how I felt when I published the blog. And if my feelings have changed now, just how I've grown and changed since the blog was originally published. Uh, and if you're new around here, you don't know that Bible Study Brother is my actual brother. So that's always a fun fact and keeps things <laughs> lively. Keeps things lively around here. I um I had something else I wanted to say, and it is slipping my mind. So I guess that means it's time for me to hand over the reins, brother, and let you run wild and free on Let's Get Lit. Oh, I know what it is. If you've never read the blog before, head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can type the magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner. Well, not type it, touch it, um, and it'll open up the search engine. Type in the words, let's get lit. And this blog will pull right up so you guys can read it for yourselves and come to your own insights um, about the blog. So, oh, and also, uh, if you haven't already, everybody doesn't listen to the end. Hopefully, we still have your attention in the beginning. You can head over to YouTube right now uh, to the Bible Study Girl page uh, to see the fantastic videos that we've been putting out. Hopefully, it encourages you, strengthens you, puts a smile on your face, helps you get through your day. Um, it does for us when we go back and watch them. They're hilarious. <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> okay. So, with all of my spiel being spilt. Oh, also, this is my last little uh, nugget. I don't know that I've said this on the podcast in a long time, but Bible Study Girl is a place where I house my personal blogs about my faith, but it's not just for me. If you have a story, something that's on your heart that you want to write about and you don't want to be on the podcast, you don't want to talk about it verbally, you do have the option to submit your faith journey, your faith story, your encouragement to me. Um, typically, I accept those via 
email biblestudygirl2019 at gmail.com. You can email it to me. You can let me know if you want it to be anonymous or if you want people to know um, that this is your particular story. So that's always an option. And I think I have forgotten to mention that and... Yeah, so that's always an option. Okay, now I'm done with everything I have to say for right this second, and we are going to let Bible study brother take it away. Brother, what did you think when you read Let's Get Lit? (laughs) Well, I thought. (laughs) Uh, And then I left some more, even some more. If they, like, fade out. Y'all, calm down. Okay. Um... So this is what it honestly made me think about, not just laughing, because it is funny. But uh, this is the tale of my sister, who is not a drinker. She does not drink at all, period. Does not like it. Like, if she smells alcohol, it 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 grosses her out. Like, um, and she can claim, well, she claims, but also it's actually true, can smell <laughs> it from a mile away. Uh, in terms of like if you were trying to make one of those fruity drinks that don't smell like alcohol or whatever she knows is there like immediately it's like nope this don't smell right I, dr- I drink too much sugary juices to know <laughs> that there, there's something mm, there's something off with this uh, she don't even she probably wouldn't even use cooking one because <laughs> it's like for what is is how she would <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I don't know because I just I don't like the taste of alcohol. So, but I might it might enhance the flavor of whatever I'm cooking. I don't it, know. It but. can, but you have to kind of like certain tastes. Like you can use tequila and everything else because it'll cook off uh, the alcohol, so it's not like you know getting you drunk or anything. And like the taste. And before is there. we get off on a super tangent somebody did send me a recipe the other day and it had cooking wine in there and i was like am i gonna like it though am i gonna be mad that i spent all this time cooking this food and then be like Mm-mm, that don't taste right but i'm will i will try with the cooking wine i'll let you know yeah. how it tastes it's but back not, to what you were talking it's, about it's not bad so I, i'll say this as your chef brother because some of you may not know that i went to culinary school and i'm a bit of a chef and i'm a bit of a, a bougie snob about that not that I went to culinary school, but about food in general, because food is my love language, so you need to speak it properly. I don't do that first year speaking food stuff, and you're doing it wrong. But anyway, it, it won't be that bad. It'll just add a little sweetness to it. But for you and your taste buds, you'll probably still feel like, mm, I don't know. You might be unsure. But so the story is about my sister's, uh, her kind heart <laughs> and not saying no, because she don't want to seem ungrateful to nobody. Um. And for me, what it made me realize is how much we don't be knowing about each other. Like, even though I know a lot of stories, there are still stories that you ain't told me and, and things, life has lifed uh, different. Did funny. you know this story? Oh, yeah, I've known this story. I feel like yeah. I probably got called pre- very quickly or, or told about it. Or you probably immediately told me about it. Um, But anyway. I lost my whole train of thought there for like a, a quick second as uh, the laptop of my sister gets possessed uh, every week. It does. And um, I need to take a video <laughs> of it when it happens. So. <laughs> so y'all can see how creeped out I be because I'm like, Lord, you in the building, your presence fall fresh <laughs> on this recording. Okay, Joe. Focus, focus, um, focus. Okay. So focus. 
It was her first time going out, and basically, she was giving. It along. was not my first time going out. Not going out, but I mean, first time going out and accepting a drink. There we go. Let me clarify. So, <laughs> so the funniest part of it is she gets given a Long Island iced tea. As most of you know, that can end you very full bar. And can you clarify that I did not accept this drink from a stranger? Because you are like, oh, 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 oh. well, please. I mean, y'all got to read the blog post. Like, if you assume that this person that you've listened to this many episodes of is accepting drinks from strangers, you ain't read the blog at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody doesn't read. All right, all right, the, all right. No, no, I just want that to be. So one of our one of our close family friends. There we go. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> Get to the meters. Now, for those of you who know, Long Island iced tea can cause you to be foobar. If you don't know what that means, you need to Google it. I can't say it on this podcast. Um, I'm Googling now because I don't know what that F-U-B-A-R. is. F-U-B-A-R. There you go. Okay. So, uh, my sister does not know that because she is not a drinker. She does not uh, go around... Um, like knowing, okay, this is the drink I want to drink today to get myself messed up. This is something I want to drink while watching TV, just chilling. Um, I want a light buzz. She knows none of these things. She is as newborn, as green, as rookie, newbie, like freshman to all of that stuff. But what she does know is that <laughs> you drink drinks fast you don't drink those drinks fast but she does not know that she just knows you know it tastes like a fruity what did matter of fact here's my question what did it taste like to you trash gasoline and like cough syrup on 5000 and that is why I drank it so quickly I was holding my breath and like just drinking it so it will be over you know what I'm saying like so, okay. in her mind, she knows nothing about proofs. The fact that this Long Island iced tea is multiple <laughs> alcohols, multiple to form this fabricated taste of ice, iced tea, which would it only taste nothing like, like iced tea for let's you, the non drinker. <laughs> let's be, let's be clear. Me. Let's be clear. Your taste buds is way different for the rest of us. Like there are some things that can taste and and I'll tell y'all my uh my flame and Dr. Pepper story at the end of this. Uh to basically share in my sister's sorrows and woes. So anyway, long story short, she drinks this full thing and then they go to another place and she drinks her her tried and true. Well, she drinks her the the fake version, which is technically the real version. Uh, she gets a strawberry daiquiri, which we are daiquiri lovers. We love virgin daiquiris because of a uh, sandpiper beacon. Uh, we we just love virgin daiquiris. So she got her first love, the strawberry daiquiri, but it's you know it's deceitful today. Of course, she drinks that too. How did that taste? Like normally what you were expecting, but with a little something you didn't like. No, again. It t- I was like, what? How could you mess up oh, a strawberry yeah. <laughs> So this is how much disdain like. she has for alcohol, y'all. Because as for anybody who normally drinks, you know that it don't change it that much. Like you the 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 spice kicks in. It's kind of like adding cinnamon to something. 
you know, or whatever. To you. So, like well, I said for the normal drinkers, okay. I, you was already excluded, child. You was already so excluded. Can, so can I say something too, guys? I wanted to be very <laughs> clear. your part. Yes, you can. I'm, this is my part. <laughs> Clarify on your you, part. Okay, go ahead. You Dang. Like, uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story less long, because I'm going to let you talk, talk through the rest of it for this one. Um... <laughs> She gets to acting outside her body. Just <laughs> not herself. Loud, belligerent, crazy. Just as wild as possible. Stories still get told to this day by all of our cousins. I wish I could call one of them on this podcast. I can. And be like, can you tell the story of what <laughs> you felt um, dealing with this situation or the right? But that's neither here nor there. The biggest portion of this, though, like I said, is, is just kind of learning the things that I missed out on. And I hated that I missed that, missed out on this, at least just the fellowship, because I probably would have told you, no, ma'am, because no one knows to tell you these things but me. Because I know you and know you don't be like, no, because <laughs> I would have been like, are you sure you want to do that? I don't think you should do that. And I also would have been watching you. <laughs> to know you doing Honestly, this all brother right. i'm gonna say i don't think you would have been because you are a talker and i'm sure you would have been talking talky talky talk your life away and just enjoying yourself and no, not no, have no, even no. really noticed no, no 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 i would have noticed because i know my sister and i would have noticed that they ordered drinks and when the drinks came i would have seen that you got one and i know you clearly don't drink drinks this is like way, you know, early. And matter of fact, is this before I could even drink? Yes, it is before you could drink. So you wouldn't have been with us anyway. No. Are you sure? You wouldn't have been when did you I'm positive. Be? You wouldn't have been able to get in. What year was this? 2008? Yeah. Yes, I was. Not at the Or time. not that year. I would have been close enough. I would have been on that. Mm. They would not have let you in the establishment. Is what oh, I'm you saying. had to be 21 to get in? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. So no, I wouldn't have known. Actually, well, actually, yes, I would have known. Um, and I, we'll talk about that at a later date. I was not always saved. I was saved, but I was not always acting as though I was saved. So I've known for a very long time, way before my sister ever knew what any of this stuff was about. You don't do that. Um, but it was just interesting to see you not being true to yourself in that regard. Um. And it's funny also because me and like because I know this about her, and this is why I said I would have known to at least know, like, hey, are you sure you want that? <laughs> because our biggest joke, uh, ever since um not daddy daycare, uh what's the movie? Uh whatever the movie is where the kids be like, I wanna get chocolate wasted and, and all that stuff. I can't think of the name, whatever movie that grown ups, that's what it is. Um, we have before then we would always joke about being wasted on whatever fake like root beer for her 24th birthday uh, I came up to Conway and um, we had a, a fun party party like a rock star I was going crazy in the clubs and <laughs> there's a picture of us where we clearly like are faking because this like we need Oscars because if you look at this picture you'll be like oh they drunk they gotta be drunk 
we're not. It's just I just know how to have a good time. It's just it's a beer bottle. <laughs> it's a beer bottle look for some root beer that we had or whatever. Um, and we just had good times, good enjoyable times together or whatever. So this would have been one of those like fun moments of like, oh, okay. Hmm, interesting. I would have hated it later because I have another story that I can't tell on this podcast. But I'm like, mm mm. I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of I like cause I don't drink like that. Are you talking about the other time? Yeah. It wasn't the same you though. family. I know it wasn't me, but we was with the same family friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought about that this morning. Yeah. Oh no. It was like, mm mm. No. No, it's, no, no. A, it's a hilarious no, story. It's, 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 it's hilarious for those who wanted <laughs> who didn't want sleep that night. Uh <laughs> but good times. It, it it just shows like just how just how much people gotta believe fat means greasy with you. If you say something, you mean it. <laughs> and there's a reason for it, even if you didn't know the reason for it. So anyway, long long story, even longer, because y'all know how I am. This blog post just brings joy to my heart, simply enough. That's it. It makes you laughy, laughy. Very hard. Well, now that you're finished, I can get all of my disclaimers out. See, I was a very good sister, and I let you say what you needed to say and get out what you needed to get out. My disclaimer was the reap. It's not that I don't drink alcohol because I'm like, ooh, that's the devil's juice. I don't drink alcohol because I don't like the taste of it. And if you read the blog, you will get a better sense of that. But I'm also well aware that everybody's not going to read the blog. So if you drink, drink, you know, do what you do. It's your business. As for me and my body, I just don't like the way it tastes. And I and I often say to I like and, your remix. Dog, that was a remix. And that 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 scripture remix is fun. As for me and my body. Not not <laughs> I just don't like it. And I know there is somebody listening this saying, you just haven't had my blue blue blue. You haven't had blah blah blah. I did it to somebody yesterday about Dr. Pepper. I, see? <laughs> but I and then, and then I immediately before I got finished, I said, Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be the person that's just like, I don't like macaroni and cheese. And they're like, oh, well, you just ain't had you ain't had mine. mine. You ain't had like, mine. I'm pretty good. I, I just don't like the taste. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. if I'm in if I'm gonna spend money on something, I want it to be something enjoyable. Side note. If, like, you could get drunk off of, like, sweets and stuff, oh, baby, I would stay lit all the time. Like, because they're delicious. Like, if the taste was the same, then I probably would run to that all the time and be like, yes. You know what I'm saying? But it's so it's not it's not a judgment on anybody else. I feel like, too, because I'm so old and grown, like, anytime I go out and everybody drinks and I don't, they feel like I'm judging them and I'm not. Like, live your life do what you do it doesn't matter to me guys it doesn't matter like yeah, really like i said like just give her good food me, and she'll just sit over there and be as happy like and let y'all do what y'all want to do if the food is hidden i'm happy so <laughs> i actually went out to um this is another side note then i'm gonna get back on getting lit i actually went out to lunch with my friends 
this past weekend and she was like you know you would say all the time that you really don't it doesn't bother you you know if other people order alcohol or whatever and it took me a long time to realize oh no like you really mean that thing like it's listen listen live your life but as for me in this body okay so i'm gonna put the whole story in context for you Anytime I moved, I had an awesome moving crew. When I graduated uh, from grad school, I got a job doing travel speech language pathology. Oh, girl, I thought you were going to go through your moving crews, and that would have led to that story regardless. No, no, your no, moving crews have always been A1. But I, my moving crews have always been phenomenal. And also, um, it generally tends to turn into a party. I was gonna say that about moving crews somehow, some way. It turns into a party, so it makes sense. And I thought about that too this morning when I was going over what we were doing today. Like, oh, all of these drunk stories are centered around me moving. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, um, so I had a a, a fantastic moving crew. Bible study cousin, also known as Tamika, was always a part of my crew. And Linda was a part of my crew in that she would let me use her vehicle every time. We had moving down to a science. Every time I moved to a new location, we could fit 10 boxes. It's the same 10 boxes. We could fit 10 boxes in Aunt Linda's um, SUV. I don't know what it's called because I don't know cars either. That's another fun fact about me. I don't uh, know vehicles. I know what I drive. an excursion expedition one of them. Yeah. So we could fit 10 boxes in that and then I would be able to drive myself. So I don't know. There's another funny story that happened on my move to Houston. So they're moving me to Houston. We get into Houston right when it opens up to being like eight lanes and the freeway is so huge and big and you know you're in the big city. I get a flat tire. I wasn't driving. My mama was driving. I was in the passenger seat. Ari was in the back seat, and Tamika and Patrick were coming with the boxes later. They weren't there with us at that point. I don't know why they were coming later. Whatever. They were coming later with the boxes. So we get a flat tire. Ariana is terrified. This girl is also crazy. So we're in my little car. <laughs> and I had a sunroof. We had to wait for the man to come to change the tire for us. You was this in your Buick. Girl, I never had a Buick. That was a Buick. The little white one was a Buick. I personally never had a Buick. It was a Kia. Oh, it just looked like a Buick. It was a Kia and it had a sunroof. And so my dear cousin uh was too scared to open the door to get out. So she climbed through the sunroof. So all of this is in the same it's the same party weekend. So we finally get to the house. Tamika and Patrick come later. And we go out with our family friend that lives in Houston. He's welcoming us to the city. I don't drink. So while him and Tamika are talking, and like I, I'm an introvert. If we're going out, I'm not going to be like, let me get. Let me get out there. Um, so he's just buying drinks for everybody, you know, being like hospitable. Not, I don't, I'm sure it never occurred to him that I don't drink and I didn't want to be rude. So I like 
Bible study brother said, I just drank it really quickly. And Tamika looks over at some point and she was like, girl, this is, you shouldn't have not done that. And I'm like, what? It was nasty. Like, <laughs> I just had to get it, I had to get it down. Like Joe said, we go to another spot. Long story, less long. I When I say the stars and the sky and the earth beneath my feet, everything was moving. Uh, we get home. I'm totally, we get to my apartment. I'm totally outside of myself and my body. And everybody in that apartment suffered because I was so drunk. I was Oh, when I say drunk, baby, I was, I was drunk. Like I can remember saying to myself, you know, you need. Let me tell you why I'm slow. Hold on, I just realized something. Let me tell you why I'm slow. So at the beginning of this blog, you mentioned Noah, but I did made no connection. And then I'm to sitting here, drunk? and then I'm sitting here, and I was like, yeah, she was Noah. <laughs> I was not to cover her. I, I needed to be covered. I was outside of my body. And I remember thinking to myself, you need to calm down. You need to get yourself together. And then out loud, I would say, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just like her webcam, she cannot. But I cannot, all because I didn't have a good sense enough. And I, I mean, I was in my earlier 20s. I didn't have a good sense enough to say, no, that's not for me. Um, I think for me, the biggest lesson I learned that day was, hey, girl, say no. And the people that drink, even if they order you a drink, you could just give it to them. They will drink it. Like, you don't have to do that. But I didn't have the... I don't know, the fortitude, the, and probably part of me was probably feeling like I need to be a big girl in the big city, you know, it's my first weekend in town, turning up, you know, my cousin liked a good turn up, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, your cousins, all of my cousins with an S child, they, they love a good turn up, but they were babies, and, and, and your they, brother from time to time. And my brother, but they were baby cousins at that time, so they couldn't turn up as they turn up now. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so I learned though from this experience, girl, be you, do you, be proud of who you are. You don't have to try to fit into this box of what a young 20-year-old in the city does or what a young 20-year-old in the city looks like or how a young 20-year-old in the city behaves. I still had a great time in Houston. Like, the whole time I lived there, I went out with people. Um, I had a great time. But I just didn't drink because it wasn't my thing. And that was fine. And I still had the opportunity to meet great people um, and just have great experiences. So... I, I really had to learn and come to myself and not be confined to what I felt like uh, other people expected of me. Um, and I think that's a lesson that has definitely cemented itself in more recent years, uh, for sure. Um, 
and everybody just everybody knows who I am. They know how I am. Yeah. Um, now I will say I did have a moment. Okay, my cousin was the turn up queen. She was gonna turn up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was always designated driver if we were going somewhere. Um, I don't know. What was you? Uh, you just want? I don't know where you was gonna go because I can't even assist. I'm well. I know what I was gonna say, but I'm not even gonna say. It. What I'm gonna say is, I keep getting constant reminder. She never excluded me. If that makes sense. Like yeah. we would have. And the thing is, because just because I'm not, I'm not getting drunk with y'all. I'm just not, but I still could have a good time. And then when everybody else is like drunk, drunk and doesn't know what's going on, I could just go home and let y'all be drunk and, you know, have a good night. And so I do miss that aspect of it. And I don't want to make it seem like, that's all my family does is get like super drunk. But the young cousins like to turn up. Um, and we can have a good time as long as everybody's, you know, in a reasonable state of inebriation. Like if it goes too far left, like I said, I just leave and go to my home. Um, so it's different for me. It's different for me now is what I'm going to say. But I don't regret being who I am. I'm thankful that I have, I guess, just accepted who I am and become okay with it. You know, that's a young 20 story. That's not my 40 story. And I'm going to tell y'all this. If y'all see me out in public drinking, it's because I want to get drunk. Like, if I was going to be drinking alcohol, it would be because I want to get drunk, not because I'm like, oh, this is delicious. No, yeah, I want to get wasted. She, she does not have a... Um the social drinker card she just has either i don't do it if i'm doing it you need to smack these drinks out my hand just so yeah you see her (laughs) and i will also say nobody in my family wants me to get drunk ever nobody ever what happens read this blog this is what happens and no one wants that but it's okay for everybody else to be like that because everybody else has it because see here's the thing about what i think uh, people deal with when you don't drink around them. So there are a lot of people who drink and they become uh, stronger versions of themselves because mm-hmm. you're still being more yourself or you're just being the version of yourself that you hide from people. And a lot of people probably feel like, mm, well, I don't want her to see my vulnerable side if I can't see her vulnerable side. It's like you, you are seeing her vulnerable side. Uh, but, yeah, anybody that I have a close relationship yeah. with, they know how crazy I am. I don't need alcohol. And I think that is part of the reason nobody wants me to drink. Because if this is where you are with no alcohol, we don't want it. <laughs> that was the last comment I received. Um, yeah, but I just, I, I was thinking about that because I was like, even thinking about how I drink or, or when I started drinking. Because the reason I even drink in the first place is, is kind of... Uh, Somewhat counterculture in a, in a certain way for me. It was rebellion, but also counter to what everybody else said had to be. Um, 
I get that. Because, I think a lot of yeah. people have that experience, especially when you get out the house for real. Well, no, but for me, you already know mine started like my desire in knowing that I was going to drink at some point in my life outside of just thinking this the thing you do when you turn 21 came in sixth grade because I got a liver disease. <laughs> And all the things that you're supposed to be able to do as you get older. And you now told me that the basically the last one that anybody even talks about, I can't do. Right. Like, I'm already not the coolest guy. And, and I'm already like uh, swollen like a pumpkin pimples and all this other stuff after making fun of my sister and saying, huh, sucks for you that your skin ain't smooth like this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and now I'm dealing with all this stuff and I made a decision at that point that I was like, I'm gonna drink. <laughs> I don't care when it happens, but I'm gonna drink. Um, it's just, I'm gonna be smarter, uh, than what, what I feel other people are or whatever. And so every time I would go out, I would have the mindset of like, okay, I have to drink water until I'm hydrated. Then I'll have a couple of drinks. As soon as I feel tipsy. That means stop. That means no more drinking. That means go home. That means you ain't handing me nothing else. Um, because I've always been, whether it's my sister saying it, my mama saying it, I don't do much of nothing just because you want me to do it. I'm going to do it because I want to do it. I made the decision to do it. I hold the agency over it. Like, you're not going to pressure me into much of nothing. Now, you can mentally manipulate me because my sister is an expert at that but that's a whole nother story it is because she's not gonna do that on you know things that she wouldn't do herself like that that's the one thing i can say about her manipulation and why it's bad but also not the worst (laughs) because (laughs) it's things she could do herself um but so I, I respect that in your spirituality of being yourself and everything else so just kind of standing on who you are, but having to kind of learn that. Like, we both have those, that thing about us where it's like, you're not finna catch me slipping. You're not finna put me in a situation that I don't wanna be in. I'm not gonna be here. Like, it don't mean we're not making mistakes, but I'm promising you, whatever mistake that is made is a choice I made. And like, I'm making it. <laughs> I'm making it. <laughs> like, and I know I'm making it because you ain't that cold, you know, whoever it may be. Well, I didn't know I was making this mistake with this Long Island iced tea. The moral of the story is be you, do you, be who God called you to be. Um, He did not call you to be a drunkard and to be screaming at the people in your apartment at four o'clock in the morning. He didn't call you to that. (laughs) He didn't call me to that. (laughs) Uh, So uh, we'll we'll end on... um, I'll tell y'all so that way she can feel, you know, connected to in a certain way. I'll tell my uh, drunk story, which is funny somewhat because it's also it was also my 24th year on, on this earth. So, uh, oh, I wasn't 24. Uh, I know you I'm weren't. A- you would have been 25. Okay. If it was 2008, you would have been 26, 26. My bad. My bad. So I could have been 21. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Uh, so 24th birthday, uh, a lot of things happened and I may have shared this story, but just in case you haven't heard it, uh, my 24th birthday, I went down to Cajun's Wharf, which was this lovely place that used to be open in Little Rock that is now closed. Um, 
that had these things called jetty punches. And I go out that night. My mom and my sister were dealing with uh, something very serious. And, um, yeah. I don't want to talk about this episode, so I'm just going to stick to this part. Uh, you have told the story. You told it. Yeah. About you going to sleep. Yeah. And almost burning the house down. Yeah. You told the drunk story before. You finna tell it again? Oh, I was going to think about it. Oh, no. I'll tell the other one. Then. So, my other one is... <laughs> I have friends that I, because um, my claim to fame for me was that I had never thrown up while drinking. And that's because I followed my rules, which is stay hydrated. As soon as you feel this, stop drinking. Or, you know, like whatever it is, all the precautions I would do. Because what I was mentioning earlier. Quick question. Is, yes. Because we are going long. Uh, but in this, let me ask the quick question. Who told you the rules? I just made the rules myself. Okay. But I already knew the rules from like media and stuff like that. Like, cause a lot of people would say to, to not get uh, a hangover, you just need to be hydrated. You getting a hangover because you So is this something that you researched or just stood out to you? Drinkers. I know drinkers. Okay. I know a lot of drinkers. I do too, but I didn't know the rules. That's what I'm saying. Cause you would never ask these questions. But why would you think to ask them? But go because ahead, I'm going to be you. drinking at some point and because I got a liver disease, I got to ask these questions. I got to get information because the way I they proposed the liver, it think, to me. I think the liver disease is probably what made you be like, let me figure out how. I can oh, yeah, because if I didn't, that. I knew I wouldn't like because if you just listen at face value, if you naive, I would have thought if I take a sip of liquor, I'm about to die. Yeah. Like my liver just going to shrivel and, and, and explode. And that's not the case. Okay. Um, so anyway, so here's the story. So I go with my drinking partner. Shout out to uh, my guy Brandon and, and his wife Candace, uh, which we we spend a lot of days drinking. And this particular night, we had already gone through a bottle of some vodka. And uh, the big drinkers rule that all drinkers know that you may not know is you do not mix your liquors, which means you do not drink uh, clear uh, alcohols. Like vodka, tequila, so on and so forth. You do not mix that and have another drink of uh, bourbon, rum, or the brown. You do not mix white and brown. You just do not do that. Your stomach will hate you and things will happen. Like you will not feel great. Um, so we finished this bottle. We have a friend that comes over and she has never had a flaming Dr. Pepper. Don't know how we got on this conversation or whatever at this point. But now it's like we've gone into you ain't had mac and cheese. We've gone into that mode. And now we have to give this person their first flaming Dr. Pepper. Uh, if I'm from the look on my sister's face, you'd like to know what a flaming Dr. Pepper is. So no, flaming, you gone you know. on because we running long and you long winded. We ain't got to. Uh, OK, Dr. so anyway, so we drink the flaming Dr. Peppers, which is now <laughs> causing us to have mixed these things together, which is a no, no. So I am driving home. My my partner's house is like literally or was literally right around the corner from my mama's house. I'm driving home. <laughs> I am I make a right on the street that is uh, adjacent to my mom's house. I'm driving up. I'm about to pass some apartments and I feel it. And I said, oh, no. So I try to stop and try to open the door to my car so that I can throw up because I feel it. I know I can no longer fight it. Door does not get all the way open. Majority of it hits the ground, but 
it like there's some on my uh on my uh the blinder thing whatever the the shade thing uh and some on the dashboard some got on my steering wheel it was disgusting uh so i drive up to the car i felt defeated i was like i can't believe this i no longer have my perfect record of never having this happen to me um but thankful to me that it was tax time and i was able to get my car cleaned very very quickly after that so what lesson did you learn from that? Just not mix alcohols or maybe don't drink to excess. What'd you, what'd you come uh, away with? The biggest thing I learned then was just, you know, like be monitoring through everything, like monitor everything, like just be aware and happen again. Never happen again. Cause okay. I know my limits. I know what to do. Like, all right, it's time to stop or it's time to, you know, eat like whatever it is I got to do with this position. And I don't drink that much I'll, anyway. So, um, yeah, I just learned to be more observant. Well, I'm listening to your little rules. I'm just going to say this. I ate a full meal that night that I was out. And do you think that helped me? No. So that's all I have to say. You were not hydrated. I'm done with this podcast. And you drank a whole long gallon of iced tea in less than the time. Because you would have, if you had slowed down, even though it was disgusting, you would have been like, I don't feel like I don't like how I currently feel. Like you drink it so fast, your body was just like, here we go. <laughs> like we're here. <laughs> like, Let's uh, get like there was nothing, there was nothing you could do because your body was like, uh, <laughs> there were people in death and like, all right, we're going to go through the level one. Oh my God, they are robbing us. We are at level five. Hit the button. The button's not working. There's no power. What's wrong? <laughs> like, there was nothing any of your neurons could do to help you signal anything because everything had been broken. Like, your security was like, you get yeah. ransacked, bro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, if you want to see silly blog posts and good spiritual blog posts, they show you, like, look, this is a very well-rounded walk. Like, it's not a perfect walk. We, we, this, this is the walk of a Christian. <laughs> so, go to BibleStudyGirl.com and you'll see blog posts every day. Hit up our socials, uh, Bible Study Girl, the number two on Twitter. On Instagram, it is underscore Bible Study Girl. Uh, go to our Facebook, Bible Study Girl. Make sure you follow the page. You will get updated with blog posts as well as the videos. Um, there, if you want further ways to contact us, our email is BibleStudyGirl2019 at gmail.com. You can send blog posts there. You can send um, requests for prayer and everything else there as well. Because remember, guys, it is not just wallowing in our sin or staying in sin that preaches. But we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. Yeah.